Man, it's uh, really interesting how they've got us talking about everything um, in the impeachment hearings. So, look, it, it's worth talking about what these impeachment hearings all, are all about. What, first of all, what's fascinating to me, Ari, and we're talking about Donald Trump being uh, there's an inquiry as to pursuing an impeachment against him. They have a whistleblower, but we know who the identity of the whistleblower is, that it's a Democrat operative, and it's all a big charade, and it's full of hearsay. Now, <clears throat> what I want to talk about today is what a sham this really is. Okay, so, and, and how this is one in a long line of previous shams, and will continue on as, uh, as we go forward in, in, in the future, the Democrats will throw one sham after the other, you know, consistent with the theme that uh, the truth will, sorry, um, a lie will travel halfway across the world while the truth is still getting its pants on. So let's talk briefly about this impeachment inquiry. So all you're hearing so far from Ambassador Taylor and otherwise, it's all hearsay. Uh, I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend Heard it from another that you've been messing around, right? Jenny told <laughs> Ashley that Sally said. Right, Tiffany. exactly. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, my little reference was from REO Speedwagon, mm -hmm. a song from a long time ago, I think 1980 or 81. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, there's a reason why we don't allow hearsay into the courtroom. It's not just a technicality, it's that it is so inherently unreliable. It, it really is amazing. Uh, for example, even if I'll, I'll give you an example, somebody says to you, "Would you like to go to the movies today?" And he says, "Yeah, sure." Okay. Now, somebody hearing that uh, will say, "Oh, yeah, I heard Bob saying, and he said he sure as hell wants to go to the movies." Right? Very different way of communicating. Very different. And it means something completely different. Uh, or if you've ever seen the movie um, uh, My Cousin Vinny, where there's a scene where the guy says, uh, I shot the sheriff, right? And then they read back his line, but they, they have a different tone. But that's not hearsay. But nevertheless, the point is that hearsay is inherently unreliable. You cannot uh, take to the bank anything that you hear from hearsay. There are many exceptions to hearsay. For example, what happens when... You, you hear somebody say who's dying, uh, you know, Johnny did it, right, uh, in a murder trial. Well, that guy, of course, who's dead uh, is not available at trial. So you have to prove that he's uh, unavailable, for one thing, and that it's otherwise reliable as testimony for whatever reason. And there are certain conditions that we have for that. None of those exceptions apply in this impeachment inquiry. Uh, they have it, Taylor, Ambassador Taylor specifically says, I heard it from somebody who heard it from another that this was, this was going on and that this was a quid pro quo or, or fill in the blank and that, that therefore he's deeply disturbed about that. That is not testimony. That is pure hearsay. And hearsay, hearsay um, is a phrase that means I heard somebody say. That, that's all it is. I heard somebody say it, and that's why you call it hearsay, right? And it's, it's so basic to evidence and to evidentiary rules that the fact that they are allowing this as testimony and, and doing it with a straight face 
is, uh, I mean, it's quite laughable to any lawyer. And it should be laughable to anybody else. I mean, just from a common sense point of view, wait a minute, why don't we have the person that he's talking about that told him that, that who had heard it from somebody else, why don't we have that original person who supposedly saw all this or heard all this directly from the president testify? Why? And, and, and that's, I mean, it's called the, the better evidence rule. And we want better evidence than just third-hand testimony. Okay, so you're with me so far on this. Yeah. Now, here, here's the other thing that I, I find it fascinating because you and I are shaking our heads when we hear this impeachment inquiry and what a, sh- a charade it is. But at the same time, Ari, you and I are partisans, right? We, we are conservatives. We, maybe we're seeing this through the wrong lens, you know, through our conservative lens. Yeah. And we don't see the truth somehow. Maybe we're missing something. That's the important yeah. point. And daily I ask myself that exact question vis-a-vis the way the Clinton administration defended itself from the blue dress scandal right. and the lying under oath and perjury scandal in that am I just being a hyper-partisan defending my POTUS at all costs the way right. I perceive them doing that for Clinton? Right. And here's the indication of why we're not doing that. We are the party that does not engage in uh, charade and scam after scam after scam. We just we just don't do that. You You can't Say, oh, you know, those Republicans, they, uh, you know, they, they presented yet another charade that never really happened. So, for example, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the Russian collusion scam. Okay, I'm talking about the subsequent ob- obstruction claim. I'm talking about the Kavanaugh claims. I'm talking about the Virginia, the UVA rape claim that the, the uh, Rolling Stone kind of pushed and, and paraded as a, a dramatic thing. Uh, the Duke Lacrosse rape. Mattress girl, remember Mattress, her? yes, yes. And, and then the, yeah. you've got the Tawana Brawley. And anyway, the point, I mean, a lot of those are rape stories, but they're grossly exaggerated or they didn't even happen. Um, and, and then, of course, you have, uh, you know, numerous other stories of alleged financial improprieties that never happened. For example, Donald Trump and the tax returns. Um, and, and going down the line, all these, you know, alleged scams that never happened. Right, the MSNBC guy who talked about how some he got he got lobbied by some was it German nationals or something? It just happened like a, two months ago, and and that turned out to be a, a big charade as well. So they, we're the party that doesn't do that, you know. And, and if I were a Democrat today, I would be embarrassed to be a Democrat. I would say, "Well, I still believe those policies, but you know, really, guys, let's get our act together. Let's we we look a little foolish." But it would get to the point where I would say. Why is it that the Republicans are not the ones pushing these charades out, um, and we Democrats are always, you know, left with egg on our face? That's what I'd be saying to myself. I know myself, and that's that's the way it was when I did convert to becoming a, a conservative in 2002. I just I just thought it was embarrassing to be a Democrat. I didn't want it anymore, and I thought that the Republicans were far more intelligent, the talking heads were m- more reasonable and reasoned. So. Anyway, so the charade is going on, and this is a charade too, right? What's going to end up happening, because it's very clear to me, you know, you always, in in court, you try to throw out your best evidence first. You want to kind of create the the mood 
of we've got a big issue here. And here is the smoking gun. And uh, bad guys, you need, you know, opposing side, you need to explain yourself. And I bet you can't. That's the, that's the way you do it. You always go out with your best foot. And so yesterday, uh, which was the first day of the impeachment, impeachment inquiry, they, they send out this Ambassador Taylor guy who, although he's well-spoken, he's got a nice voice, uh, he ends up saying, yeah, well, I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend, right? Um, you know, and, and that's all he can do. Because, I mean, in that aspect, I think he's being honest. But then there's a whistleblower big question. That's the 800-pound gorilla in the room. They're not revealing who he is. And you cannot move forward in any investigation, criminal or otherwise, without presenting the, 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 the accuser. It's, a, it's basic to our jurisprudence. Yeah, just like with Kavanaugh last year with Blasey Ford, right? Yeah. How they pulled the... And this was so indicative of what she was going to present was nonsense. Is remember they said a woman said, "Well, who? Oh, she's afraid to come forward. We're not going to reveal her. She's too terrified to speak. He is such a monster. If she speaks, he might eat her up." <laughs> yeah, remember? exactly. Yeah, it's and then when she spoke, that that brilliant lawyer working for the Republican uh, senators was able to immediately, in a couple hours, discern that her story made no sense and was a, a lie. Right. Because it, it, a couple it, details were very easily of course. flipped. It's, it's very simple to uh, unravel these scams. And we know that these scams happen time and time again. This is one of those, one of those scams. And it's a, it's a real challenge for the Democrats. If you are a, a, a true Democrat, you need to understand the, the reason why they're throwing this out is only to trip up the president as much as, as, much as possible. Look, and of course, the biggest, the, the mama, the big mama of all the scams is climate change. Right? Yeah, that's, that's the biggest hoax of them all. Biggest hoax. And it's hoax after hoax after hoax. And, it, and it's, it's revealed over and over again. And even this impeachment inquiry, is, it's fascinating because the, you know, now uh, Fox and, and other conservative outlets you know, appropriately put all these mashups of these various different uh, commentators talking about impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Not for this recent event with the alleged Ukrainian, uh, you know, discussion, but for, you know, everything possible. You know, this rises to the level of impeachment. I think we're, we're now talking about impeachment territory, folks. You know, this is this is back in 2016. Well, it, then 2017, 2018, yeah, and, and early 2019. Right, and what was important about it being in 2016? Go. <laughs> he just got elected. Right. He wasn't yes. even president yet. Yes. Yeah. But on November 9th. Right. They were already there. They were already talking about impeaching yeah, him. I know. Well, because they're so desperate, because they, right. they just they, they knew that was the only avenue when yeah. Hillary Clinton had already said, okay, well, I, I, you know, reluctantly, but I can see the election. Okay, so he's going to be president, and they, they want to do whatever they can to trip him up. So they so they proceed with impeachment. Uh, threat after impeachment threat. They're constantly looking for it. And so, so now they're doing it. Now, here's the funny thing about this. Now they've got their impeachment, articles of impeachment. Now they're, they're pushing the, the impeachment inquiry and with the witnesses in Congress and everything else. Okay. So what's going to happen? The worst that can happen is that he'll be impeached uh, and then it'll go to the Senate and it will not be uh, he will not be convicted by any stretch, okay? Which, you know, Trump will correctly at that point say it was all a big charade. Yeah. You got me impeached, fine, but it doesn't mean anything. And on the contrary, it's going to backfire you now because it shows that it was a, it was a scam. 
and a sham. And now here's the thing. This is their, they, they've taken their one shot. What happens now when later on in Donald Trump's second term, and I think there will be a second term, uh, he does something that they don't like again. Do they ask for another impeachment? Well, hopefully they won't have Congress. You know, they won't. Own well, the House, I, so they, but let's say they know. do. Let's say they well, do. They'll, they'll talk about impeachment then too. No, but but yeah. no, but I mean, and they'll say it. I I, I I don't think they they really thought this one through, because now you can't. You can't have two impeachments in one presidency. I mean, that, I mean, yeah, I guess but he's you could. Unprecedented, right? <laughs> Don't but figure out. I, what I guess you can. It's historical. The, the, the point is, is it's like it's too bizarre. Yeah. And, and and they will have shot their wad, and and it will look quite silly. So they've chosen to plant their flag on this ground, right? This is where they're willing to die, and it's it's a quite a silly one, especially one where it now the evidence. You know, came very quickly. The transcript, in particular, showing that there's no there there, right? Yeah. But can I posit something to you? Because I'm curious what you think of this. Yeah. Okay, what if that's not the intent? What I mean by is this: there's a couple facts. First of all, the Democrat field sucks. If you're a Democrat, good luck. You don't have anyone to vote for. They're going to lose the election <clears throat> flat out. There's no Oprah. There's no Obama. There's no superstar. There's no one with any charisma. It's a field, even with if millionaires and billionaires get in the race, <laughs> they're a bunch of freaks. It's a freak show. Okay? Every one of them is freakier and geekier than the next. Right. They're weird. Well, okay. So, 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 so I agree my, with you about the intent. This is my point. This is my point. That's fact number one. Fact number two, the DNC is flat broke. They're not raising money. So they don't have the money to run the oppo research kind of uh, uh, operations they normally do, even with Planned Parenthood money and Soros (laughs) Foundation money. They don't have it. So the way I'm looking at this is because the Democrats are so good using politics and then sending the bill to the American taxpayer. What this impeachment scam is, it's an opposition research generating operation that you and I pay for rather than the Democrat donors. And that's it. And it's not designed to succeed. It's designed to scoop up information okay. under threats of subpoena to then use it to make commercials later, either commercials from the footage of these hearings or from the whatever they can cobble together as far as information. And the best thing is Adam Schiffless can send the bill to us rather than their donors. Ari, so that's what I think is. Ari, I, agree? I sometimes think that you're just way too cynical. Where's your, where's your loving heart? Where's my heart? Yeah. Where, where, where do you not see that, that Adam Schiff and, and Pelosi are just trying to do what's best for the country? Are you saying that because he's a vegan? Are you defending another? You know he's on the cover of L.A. Magazine this week, and they're calling him a vegan. Schiff? Schiff. Uh, how embarrassing. It, it, it makes uh, – me telling you that I know makes you want to run I, out and have a steak. I, I, I did wonder why he had such smooth and sexy skin, but but – but I digress. Are you in love now? <laughs> well, oh, you know, look, <laughs> sexy is sexy. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, okay. So look, no. To, to, by the way, do you think there's something there in that? Because again, it's it's normal democratic. No, I don't. The issue is never the issue. I don't think that anything to do with his veganism has anything to play with here. No, no I know. I know. I know. I know. You're kidding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. No. I look. It's a tool. It's clearly a tool, and this is a, an oppo research thing. But more poignantly, and, I, and you brought this up to me offline, uh, 
but I think it's a, a very straightforward, uh, a very well-known thing. This is their this is their hail mary. They they hope to undermine and to weaken the president going into his reelection campaign. This is all they have. So they're hoping because they have they 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 only have. I mean, like I told my uh, I told a friend of mine who was on a radio. And they, they told him he only has to go up from here because he was so rock bottom, right? And I thought that was very funny. And he, he took it in stride. It was good. But it was a very funny comment. Um, I think the Democrats have only to go up from here because they're so rock bottom. So why not try this impeachment thing? What, what, what do they have to lose? They're so uh, undefamable, as it were. You know, they're not, they're not sad. They've, they've done so little to improve their position and, in fact, created a rock bottom. They're, they're the equivalent of, uh, who's that guy? Oh, gosh, the guy who showed his, you know what, uh, in a tweet. Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner. They are Anthony Weiner now. Boy, that was so easy to discern. With uh, That's like a uh, password game show. Or, or name that tune. <laughs> you, how, can you name this tune with only four notes? <laughs> the guy who showed his thing. Anthony Weiner. Correct. That's you right. name that tune. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, yeah, like I'm rolling my hands, right? Like as I'm trying to get to the next clue, right? Like, yeah, he, uh, he tweeted uh, something and showing his stuff. Okay, Anthony Weiner. Move on. <laughs> That's hysterical. Anyway, anyway. Blue dress, Mark Lewinsky. <laughs> good point. Good blue dress. That's right. Uh, anyway, anyway. It's like that that thing that your dad can you name these luminaries from 1996? Yes, that's right. You know what I mean? It's like you know, that's so funny. Sloboda Milosevic for 800, Alex. <laughs> okay, let's move on. They, the Democrat Party has become the Anthony Weiner, <laughs> right? Of, uh, of, of the parties. That's it. <laughs> That's how low they've gone. <laughs> so, in uh, in defamation law, which is always interesting, um, what if somebody says something really nasty, like really, really super nasty, uh, sexual about some sort of sexual antics about Pee Wee Herman, for example? Mm-hmm. Now, remember, Pee Wee. The reason why I bring him up is that Pee Wee Herman was famously caught uh, pleasuring himself in a in a cinema of some kind. Adult cinema, happily. Right. Yeah. And, and he was arrested for it or whatever. Okay, right. fine. Uh, and, and then you say something funny about him, like, oh, you know, I, I saw Pee Wee Herman again and another, you know, such and such, and he was pleasuring himself. But it's false. Could, you sue, could he sue you for defamation? Maybe not. Probably not. And the reason why is that he's not defamable as a matter of law because he's already brought himself so low. To the point that he can't really be damaged any more than he's been damaged, yeah. right? Anthony Weiner is another good example of that, uh, and um, uh, all, all, any pedophile who's been found to be a pedophile. Uh, you mean like the one who didn't kill himself in jail? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. So and and of course Clinton, Bill Clinton, yeah. because there's truth there. The, the the stuff on the dress came from his. You know prostate. what? Yeah. yeah. So the point is. That um, and, and there's a public figure exception, of course, that you can't defame him. But I'm, I'm talking about the regular Joe who suddenly is in the limelight because uh, he's done something very humiliating, very embarrassing, and it might be a child molester, for example. They get caught. It's very hard to defame that person yet again. Let's let's say you accuse him of stealing some money from uh, the till. You know, he's not going to be able to say I've been damaged by that because he's already been found to be a child molester. Yeah. Well, and, and so let me get back to the point. I don't want to get sure. lost in this. 
And the Democrat Party has become that. Oh, God, yeah. They're not defamable as a matter of law. <laughs> so that's the fun part of it. And like I said, Anthony Weiner. So they, they keep on doing this. Over, so they've got nothing to lose. Why not pursue this impeachment inquiry? That This is their calculus, right? And they only have so much time because, after all, November is rolling around. And they want to totally destroy him. Now, if I, if I were them... From a timing point of view, I w- you know, obviously they did some sort of calculation that maybe I, I don't understand. But to my mind, I think it would have been better for them to wait until February, maybe January the earliest. Because then it would have, you know, that would have been the campaign and the primaries and everything else, and it would be much closer to the election. But maybe there's something else going on. Maybe they, they think that it would have more impact now. So it is what it is. They're pursuing it. Maybe they'll get their impeachment but if they do get their impeachment, okay, the, you, you, each of these congressmen who are Democrats are going to have to you know, raise their hand and show that they were seeking impeachment of the president. And then it will all be overturned by the Senate. And then Trump gets to say correctly, the Senate showed that what you did was a sham. And, and the Congress cannot say, uh, sorry, the Democrats won't be able to say, well, that's only because it's a re- Republican-controlled Senate. And, and he gets to say, well... Are you saying that the impeachment was not because it was a Democrat-controlled Congress? I mean, it's too easy. Yeah. They they have not thought this one through. Yeah, and there's there's other side issues in the electoral reality. Like, for instance, why are they doing something that's going to damage Joe Biden so severely? Yeah. Right? But there's actually an answer for that that's pretty obvious. It seems to me, if you go back to 2016, that the party does not want Bernie Sanders getting that nomination. And someone may have done a calculation. Who knows where? Because they're, their only thing this party is good at with numbers are political calculations, nothing else. So it could be that they've run some numbers or something, and they've determined that with Biden in the race, it might, just for example, this is interesting, it's just, I'm just sort of thumbnail sketching an example. Spitballing. They, yeah, spitballing. They might have determined that with Joe Biden is in the race, then Bernie Sanders is going to get the nomination. Or something like that. So we need to get Whatever Joe. The, yeah. We need to get Joe out of the race so that Elizabeth Warren or uh, Pete, whatever his name is, wins. Or uh, one way or another, it also looks to me like it's almost like uh, what's going to go on in the primary season, all the way to the convention, does not matter at all. It's going to be totally split. These numbers are not going to coalesce around any one person at all. It's going to be a split. It's going to go to the convention, and then the Democrat Party is really going to crap on their voters again and nominate God knows who, you know, like a Hillary Clinton or something. And the voters are going to go, and their only chance is to go, but he's been impeached, you know. Exactly. (laughs) Are you sure you want to vote for somebody who's been impeached? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I get it. Yeah, some some amalgamation of that. Okay, so now I want to get to our phase of this from the party, what, Brungia? Okay, so, from the streets of L.A. No, no, this is the party from what Brungia. I don't know why you say from the streets of L.A. What, what, what is that random comment? This is from the. the uh, I want this to be the department uh, from the the party what Brungia. What do I mean by that? They they are moving forward with this impeachment thing on the alleged grounds that Trump had a quid pro quo whereby he wanted to get dirt on Joe Biden, who whom he perceived to be his chief rival for the upcoming 2020 election. Uh, and that is an impeachable offense because it's whatever, you know, extortion, bribery, you name it. Um, this from the party, what brung you flexibility with Medvedev, right? 
This. <laughs> so party of selling our uranium to Russia. This from the party of what Brungia of Brungia, <laughs> yeah, of giving Russia a foothold in the Middle East through ISIS right. and the collapse of that. This, this from, from the, the party, party of, what brung you the IRS targeting scandal. This from the party that brung you of uh, Fast and Furious. Right. This from the party what brung you Hillary Clinton destroying her email server and that pretending it was no big deal. And that's one, this from the party that brought you, that during the 2016 election weaponized all the intelligence services for national security of the United States of America to use against their political opponent. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's no a good deal. That's yeah. This from the party what brought you, <laughs> what brought you. This from the party what brought you, uh, the Iranian deal, which apparently had a whole bunch of side deals, uh, and not the least of which was a deal whereby they would agree to attack uh, Israel or defend Iran against any Israeli aggression. That's the party. Yeah, okay. and this from the party that brought you, that had a treaty with Ukraine signed in the 1990s to defend Ukraine from a Russian invasion in exchange for Ukraine giving up its nuclear weapons in the 90s, and instead of helping Ukraine with the Russian invasion in 2014-15, they instead sent them some blankets that didn't even have cholera. <laughs> That's very funny. This from the party that more recently, what brought you... Uh, an actual extortion claim from the now lead of the uh, uh, Democrat uh, presidential hopefuls, uh, Joe Biden, that if they didn't uh, do what he said and fire a, a particular prosecutor in Ukraine, they wouldn't get any American funding. And he had a lot of say. And by the way, that was all in video. With him bragging about yeah. it. Yeah. That, that's not hearsay. Yeah. That's actual testimony That's from, from the, the real horse's mouth. Right. Whee! So, look. So, oh, oh, and one more? Yeah. And this from the party that brought you that's currently complaining about Trump quid pro quo that on the campaign trail several of their candidates promised to deal with Israel using a quid pro quo. Right. Okay. Oops. <laughs> and by the way, listeners, this is this shows you the incredible broadcast talents of Barack and Ari here. We just did all of that Improv with no theory. notes. No notes. Just pull them right right out of the air because right. they're so obvious. We did. That's true. We did not prepare for this. I didn't say, "Hey, uh, let's let's go through this list." We yeah. just went back and forth, like, <laughs> like you know, tomato, tomato. You know, like yeah. you say tomato, I no, say like tomato. Thwack. 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 It was a good Thwack. rally, I think. Yeah, Very good. really good. And rally. there's there's more that that we didn't think about, of course, but and I'm sure some of our listeners. What about? Okay, so it's all good. Now, look, the, the, the Democrats have made it very clear themselves that the, the real issue here, the real motivation for this impeachment inquiry is, of course, to stop Donald Trump in his tracks because everything is pointing toward a complete victory for Trump in 2020. Now, it is about a year away, this election, so, you know, one could argue, and, and it would be correct in saying, that's a lifetime in politics. I agree. I think anything could happen. I, I'm not making a prediction other than that if the election were to be held today, I think Trump would win in a landslide. I think the only thing that can trip him up is, A, uh, some horrific scandal involving little boys uh, or little girls, and it, at which no, point, little boys in this case. <laughs> at which point, I I would not vote for him either. Okay, N nor would you. I know you wouldn't, but that doesn't mean you would vote for the Democrat. But you wouldn't necessarily vote for Trump himself. Okay, uh, or if the economy goes into complete tailspin, 
a la 2008. And even then, that's a big maybe. Yeah. Or if the Democrats are not able to steal enough votes through fraudulent means, which is the only win that really scares me. Right. Like California with a ballot harvesting. Oh, it was lunacy. amazing what they did. Uh, and 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 the uh, and, and then, that's and, from the party. What brung you? Right. right? <laughs> there right. you go. That complain. Bush sold election. Trump sold election. We're stealing elections. Don't worry. We got this in the back. And right. by the way, they just did it in Kentucky. What happened with that governor's race? Is weird, and then the media, even conservative-sided media, is going. Well, he was really not popular. No, the numbers don't make sense. Every one of the statewide offices, the Republican won by between forty and eighty thousand votes, and then with the governor race, he loses by four thousand. Yeah, it makes even no less, sense. Even less. Yeah, um, it, it's uh, it's a weird duck. But on the other hand, if uh, Trump is to be believed, and he, he made the argument that before. Uh, the election, this governor, Bevin, I think it was, uh, had been behind between 10 and 15 points. So if that's the case, uh, and if, the, if those polls are, are accurate in any sense, then you know Trump's involvement did push him very close to an even-steven position. Either way, uh, it, it, there's all sorts of funny, funny information. Yeah, to be but Republicans, you know, conservative Republicans who are smart, like in the state, like Kentucky, don't go into the ballot booth and go, "Okay, we're the statewide office." Okay, Republican, 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 Republican. Yeah, that's true. Oh, here's the most important one, Governor. I think I'm going to take a chance on this guy. <laughs> I no! Like, I like your little, uh, the right hand lilt there at, yeah. the, at the time that you made that. Uh, With that beautifully effete <laughs> accent, right? I mean, just... Effete. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we just lost the, the gay listenership there. Yeah, that uh, large gay population yes. that's been... No, we, we actually do have... We, there, there are a lot of gay conservatives. No, uh, there are, but there I'm are. saying that majority gay listenership we were enjoying at <laughs> yeah, Silver right. Lake. That's right, yes. Yeah. Very, very important. And by the way, I made that comment about the street of LA because I thought you were transitioning to the next subject, so I was premature in that. Right, so no problem. No. When you're so, ready for that, I can't wait. So the point is that these guys, these guys, the Democrats, they really are only trying to trip up uh, Trump. And and I think it's transparent. I think people are seeing it. I think that people saw what was what, by the way, in the Kavanaugh hearings, exactly the same way, that it was so partisan. I don't think that the Americans, uh, the, the, the typical American looks at what's going on and, and enjoys this process or is influenced by this process whatsoever. It's certainly not turning any conservative into a Democrat. Uh, and I don't think they're turning anybody who's an, who's an independent into a Democrat. No, this is entirely for the consumption of the people in the Upper West Side of New York and the people of Brentwood right. who watch MSNBC and go, wow, politics is really interesting. This is going to get really interesting. Yeah. And there's nothing to this. Nothing. The other thing having, is that- Having lost utterly <laughs> in the Russian collusion <laughs> thing, it's, it's just breathtaking to me that not, nobody is saying, listen, guys, I mean, I, I'm all for the impeachment. I don't like this Trump guy, but... Um, I mean, really, we really had egg on our face on the Russian collusion. Are we doing the same thing now? Yeah. But and, and the obstruction thing. Like, when Mueller came in and, yeah. and did his thing with the obstruction, like, you could just see, like, the guys are, like, you know, like, hiding their heads. Like, oh, my God, what have we stepped into? <laughs> yeah, well, who's this idiot? We thought he was good. Yeah. yeah I mean, we he, thought we knew what he was doing. <laughs> and they totally shut that down. I mean, yeah. so what's going to happen with, this, impe- a, what's gonna happen with yeah. this impeachment hearing when it just turns out, like, it? Well, yeah. Well, I don't have any direct evidence. No, I do. No, I don't. I wasn't there. No. So you weren't there, sir. No, I wasn't. And and the person that you claim you heard from wasn't there either. No, I, I guess not. So it's a person 
who heard it and sold it to you, but he in turn heard it from somebody else. Is that right? Yes. That's, that's double hearsay, isn't it? You understand what double hearsay is? Yes. And in some cases, it's even triple hearsay, right? Yes. Okay, so you understand that that's not necessarily reliable, right? And in fact, most of this is just your opinion, isn't it? That your own particular concern about this, right? But, and you understand your concern is not evidence. Is that, is that clear, Mr. Taylor? For example, uh, and it's all going to collapse at some point. They want to go a certain direction. It ain't going to go that direction because hope is not a strategy. I just want you to make that make that clear no, to you. It was a presidential campaign 11 years ago. Yes, but it's right. not a strategy. <laughs> yeah. So there, there you have it. And then at the end of the day, the conviction will not happen. You need a two-thirds. Even if even if the majority uh, in the Senate were Democrat, so let's say 52 to 48 Democrat, uh, they still would lose. Yeah, there's no supermajority. You need if a supermajority because you're yeah. talking about undoing the will of the people in yeah. the presidency, and it's he a, clearly won. Yeah, I, I think they're also from just a strategic point of view is they're going to milk this for what they can. Um, they're going to generate as much oppo research as they can, and then in the end, they're never going to send it to the Senate because they don't want the Senate in the Senate where the Republican side can call their witnesses, including Schiff. Right. They don't want that. That's a that, really good point. Right? That's a really good point. And then the other thing about it is why now? Well, as much as Pelosi pretended to be against it, you know, with her little uh, penguin hands, there was so much pressure from the squadron, right? <laughs> squadrette. You know, this. The, the squadrette. Yeah. The, the listeners can't see this gesture, but you know what I'm talking about. The little, you know, <laughs> they're little paddles. <laughs> He's doing these, these penguin gestures. It's really hysterical, folks. Yeah, that Nancy Pelosi. If only you were here. We should do this live. Sometime. Yeah, we really need to. Anyway, um, they, there was enormous pressure from the squadlet to do this. And so Pelosi and Schiff kind of had to to throw a bone to those lunatics. So they can at least say to the lunatic base, you know, the Antifa people, yeah, we impeached him. We did our best. Right. Right. You know, it's so, so true. It's so true. They, they they did their best, so to speak, but now they've also compromised uh, otherwise vulnerable Democrats in the Congress, because in the House. And this was something that Pelosi herself has said. Uh, this is such an important thing that I am willing. I mean, she didn't say this actually, but she she might as well have said it. This is such an important thing that yes, I recognize that a lot of House Democrats will lose their uh, authority yeah. and we will lose control of the House, but it's worth it. And right, she, she said that. She said that directly. But when she, so she's so bold. She's so willing to sacrifice other people's political careers. Good for you, Nancy. Well, not not yours, but everyone else's. Right. What a principled leader. Because she probably knew what the way San Francisco voters are. If she didn't do this, then she'd be sacrificing hers. Right. Because you know, in the news two days ago, San Francisco elected as their district attorney. A kid who's the child, the biological child of two weather underground bomber terrorists who was raised as the adopted son of Bernadine Dorn and Bill Ayers and who cut his teeth 
working in Venezuela for Hugo Chavez. Wait, wait. You may, yeah, that's Rosemary's Baby right there. It sounds like <laughs> yeah. a Saturday Night Live sketch. No, no, it's, it's Rosemary's Baby. That's yeah. what they did, right? It, like in order to make this this devil baby, right? Because it was a cult of some kind. Right. They they, they kind of made this mother drink all these terrible things and yes. like and, and witchcraft and everything. And and then sure enough, the baby becomes a devil baby, and uh, and that's what we're talking about, Rosemary's yeah. Baby here. And then anyway. like the omen, you know, we send it to Harvard and <laughs> Yale and this, that, the other, and, you know. Oh, that's hysterical. You know. <laughs> that's really funny. So let's talk. Uh, I want to go into our, our next segment, which is, uh, and, and it was prompted by a recent story in San Francisco, yeah. and uh, a very. Uh, Are you talking about the bucket? Because yes. that was from Hollywood. Oh, from you're, you're right. Not San Francisco. That's why I said the streets of L.A. The streets of L.A. Okay, fine. So let's go to the streets of L.A. In Hollywood, uh, this uh, – and I don't want to get too graphic about this, but, you know, so we'll, we'll be a little – Can I just describe what the crime was without getting too graphic? I, I will. I oh, you will. Okay, okay. So the basic crime – and I, let's, let's not get too into it. I'm just – that's not my main point. My main point is some homeless guy drops a bucket of, shall we say, remains, uh, hot remains – Onto a, an unsuspecting woman who's passing by, okay, and it's totally gross. It's a huge bucket, and it the the, the depravity of it and the unusual nature of the attack. Uh, I mean, when you think of it, of an assault or attack, you think of somebody coming with a knife, somebody punching you, okay, which is bad enough, but to get a, a you know a bucket full of you know waste, biological weapon, yeah, uh, upon a, an unsuspecting person, you're just walking. I mean, it, it's so bizarre. Why, why do I bring this up? It's not to just talk about how bizarre the story is, but it brings up how we are being forced to talk about uh, fecal matter, literally, in this case. We are being forced, and it's not just this story, it's also what's happening in San Francisco, where if you do decide to relieve yourself in either number one or number two fashion uh, in public streets, well, that's not illegal, don't you know? The so, DA from the Weather Underground told us that's right. as much. The so, so, he got yes. elected. So here we are having to talk about poop and pee, uh, in this case, the streets of San Francisco, but all over the country, you know, should we have laws that are against us? And the answer, of course, is yes, we should. Um, and But we have to now, – now that's part of our national discussion. Yeah, and by the way, yes, we already do, but now we're having a discussion as to why these laws, A, aren't being enforced and why a huge faction of the voting population is – you know how they love to say, should we revisit this? Yes, it's right. all revisiting. And, and that's the point. And, and they're making us now talk not only about that. They're talk, now we have to talk about why we need uh, border security right, in this country. Like we have to explain – that the reason why we don't allow illegal immigration here is because it would undermine our sovereignty as a nation. Yeah, it's an right? invasion, and we don't let invasions right. happen. And we have to explain that, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and then, likewise, with sexuality, you know, we have to t now talk about not uh, teaching about boners and uh, other sexual depravity uh, to fourth and fifth graders in elementary school. I mean, we have to now fight back and defend against in discussions that we thought. We're obvious. Yeah, why we shouldn't have a drag queen in a miniskirt, not wearing panties, who's flashing the kids she's, he, it, they, is reading to in a public library children's reading hour where parents are not allowed. We have to discuss why this isn't a good idea. Right, exactly. And right. then defend ourselves for being attacked, for being intolerant, when we say, 
it's not a good idea to read to seven-year-olds wearing a mini skirt and being a man not wearing underwear. Right. <laughs> with it's, your legs Yeah, open. it's not confusing or depraved at all, right? Right. right according to them. Totally normal right. to them. Likewise, going back to the, to the transgender discussion, uh, you know, that, that we have to explain why and we have to talk about why it's not a good idea to have somebody who happens to have a penis uh, going into a locker room where they don't have penises, right? We, we, don't, we shouldn't have to have that discussion, and, and yet we are. So we're getting bogged down on this. And then uh, likewise about uh, transgendered biological males now competing in uh, athletic events with, uh, among uh, biological women. So we have to discuss this. This is craziness. I mean, and it's, it's bogging us down. It's, it's a little bit like, you remember that Saturday Night Live uh, skit, The Anal Retentive Chef with Phil Hartman? Yeah, where he would it was get obsessed with the butter cozy and he never got anything cooked. Right. Yeah, so he says, you know, now with the anal retentive chef. So, and he's so anal retentive, that's the whole point, is that he gets bogged down in everything that he's doing. Okay, well, now we've got to make sure that we've got we to throw away this, uh, this butter wrapping just so because you want to do this. right. And he gets so lost into that that he doesn't actually get to cook it all. And then, and then finally he says, well, that's all the time we have. I guess we haven't really done anything today. I mean, that's what it is. It's yeah. the anal retentive chef. And how brilliant that on the Broccoli podcast, you discussed over and over again the conversations we should be having. And we and, and this was a couple years ago when we would discuss what, why are we discussing whether high taxes or low taxes is the good policy? So, I, I mean, look, the point is that we, we are constantly having these conversations. And we don't like it. We don't have to have this. We're getting bogged down. We are becoming the anal retentive chef. And just like the anal retentive chef, the country is suffering. It's not, it's not achieving what it needs to achieve. Okay, now the good news is, uh, with all this nonsense <laughs> from the Democrats, we are still moving forward with this incredible man, uh, President Donald J. Trump. I, I love this man. He is as hard as nails. He is tough. He's brash. Yes, all those things. I'm beginning to actually like it. I, I, I no yeah, longer. Yeah, finally, about time. I'm yeah. telling you, the I'm, tweets I'm are no, the best part. I'm no longer, uh, <laughs> you know, apologizing. You know, in spite of that, I still think he's great. I'm, I'm saying I like it, and I think he's great. Okay, yeah. so uh, it, will he make mistakes? Absolutely. No. Uh. Uh-uh, he's infallible. <laughs> he's infallible. He's the Christ child. <laughs> <laughs> he's the opposite of Rosemary's <laughs> baby. He's he's, he's We are just kidding, okay? Jeez, Louise. Uh, The point is that 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 he's 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 doing incredible things despite all the the nastiness, the attempts to throttle him, and a Uh, media ninety six percent negative media coverage, and he's still like this. Yeah. Imagine if it was just fifty fifty. That's right. If if it was just a normal, yeah, uh, you know, fair news media, or even reasonably fair news media. Have an eighty percent approval rate. Yeah. It's it's just too bizarre. And and but these people, very intelligent people, are talking the talk, and they are nodding their heads along as they hear this impeachment inquiry, and they they think it's a serious thing. They never never mind that in fact that. They, it's all hearsay that there's no foundation, there's no evidence for it, and, and there's no crime at the same time. Other than that, it's a, it's a really great impeachment inquiry. All right, folks. I hope you've enjoyed our show. This is Brock Lurie signing off saying God bless, and we'll talk with you next week. <laughs>